Is it purpose or focus? That drive that pushes. Photographer, made it happen. Fashion design, made it happen. Arthur, made it happen. Artist, made it happen. I'm here to tell you, it takes focus and drive to push yourself to achieve your special place in life. You made it happen. It's time for my truth. Are you ready for a new hairdo, a new look? You have been working from home, attending classes from home online, shopping online. You spruce up yourself for your Zoom meeting, right? And I thought that I would help everyone out by just giving you a few of my picks for a 2021 new look for the summer. And here you go. Multi-dimensional color. Okay, I'm here to help you. It's all about nuance and having two to three layers of color in one head of hair. Seamlessly blend it through your hair to give it life and to look really vibrant. When it comes to color, subtle variations in tone will be a huge trend, adding a multi-dimensional effect to everyday hair. Don't try to achieve this multi-dimensional color on your own, lady. Speak to your stylist about it. If not, you could really come out looking a hot mess or really crazy, and we don't want that. You don't want it, and we really don't want to see it. Okay, another look. For ladies that are rocking these box braids, a look that never goes out of style. Not ever. This summer, wrap your box braids in two spaces on the top of your head, one on either side. You know what I mean. And then... Pull down a braid or two on either side of your face in the front for a little flavor. And then it gives your neck some time to breathe. You get the hair off your neck and you look really cute in the process. Now, for you ladies that have been thinking about cutting your hair or getting a new sew-in, check this. A bob. Yes, a bob. It's always being reinvented. It is, right? Let me tell you. A blunt bob shows off your best features. Your cheekbones will be popping and it makes you look like a boss without even trying. It's easy to maintain as well, ladies. Just ask your stylist what product works best with your hair to keep your bob fresh and flat. Flat irons, whatever you need to do, talk to your stylist about it. He or she will let you know. And for the men, Remember, women want to see you looking good too. So don't neglect or ignore your hair for the summer, all right? You've been stuck in the house too a lot. Don't get out a lot. Everything is opening up. Men, you need to be thinking about yourself as well, okay? You need to come out this summer. The drop fade, the cornrow lineups, high top, high fade, sponge twist, curly afro, the undercuts, and remember, like I said earlier, color highlights. Yes, men, you can get a little color in your hair too to spice it up, to spice it up. It's always nice. Small changes have a way of making us feel good. They really do. And sometimes all you have to do is just change your hair. Oh, make us feel better. <laughs> and that's my truth.
this week's episode of Pathway is part two of Seven Black Women, Heroes of the COVID Pandemic. Next up is Ms. June. Black trans and queer women have been largely excluded and disregarded from the narratives on COVID in the Black community, despite and because of the violence and oppression they face within and outside of the community. That's left a dearth of data on the COVID casualty rate of this group. One individual, however, is determined, has been determined, and continues to be determined to address the unique needs of this community. After contracting COVID at the start of the pandemic and suffering racial and gender discrimination on the part of medical professionals, New York City-based Miss June launched the HAF project to raise awareness and support other Black trans and queer women. What started out as a way to provide taxis to testing sites quickly pivoted to a more comprehensive and inclusive initiative once Ms. June realized that her client base was more concerned with issues like anti-trans violence and poverty than they were with COVID. She said in the interview, I'm one foot out of poverty myself, so maintaining my own health and well-being while sustaining the love and well-being that I have for my community has always been a challenge for me. But those in the margins frowned upon, those are the ones I like to help. That could have been me, she said. I applaud this young woman, Miss June, for her efforts going beyond and above doing more than she needs to be doing after contracting it herself. Because you know there are long-term um, lasting effects of having been um, having contracted this disease, and that's so unfortunate. But yet and still, she made the decision to continue to help and to be there, to be a beacon of hope, to be a light, and to do what she felt it was her purpose to do. So I surely applaud her. Way to go. Way to go. Our next phenomenal unsung Black woman is Sandra Lindsay, registered nurse. And I want to stop and say one thing before I go into her information. I was in the United States Navy at one time, and the registered nurses were like our coaches, our mentors with uh, on the job training, I can say. Because once we graduated from our core school, we were in um, you know, a medical environment, in a clinic or in a hospital setting. And the registered nurses took us under their wings and showed us how to do things that we learned. You know how it is. You learn something by studying and reading it, but it's a different thing when you're actually having to apply that knowledge. And so, yes, I, I have a soft spot, soft spot in my heart for registered nurses. The first U.S. coronavirus vaccine took place on a December morning in the New York City borough of Queens, an area that was really hard hit by COVID when the, pan when the pandemic began in New York last spring. The recipient was Sandra Lindsay, a Black Jamaican-born critical care nurse at Long Island Jewish Medical Center, who recognized an opportunity to lead from the front. 
She said in the interview, I volunteered to take the COVID vaccine to set an example, instill public confidence, and inspire my team to trust science. That the recipient was a nurse made for a powerful tribute to the frontline healthcare workers who have witnessed the virus's deadly toll. I've been hopeful, she said in a New York Times interview. Her vaccinating, her vaccination drew applause, like all over the country, all over the world. She said, I feel like healing is coming. I hope this marks the beginning of the end in a very painful time in our history. Exactly 21 days later, Miss Lindsay received her second dose of the vaccine. And I'm here to tell you, I saw her take her first dose and her second dose, and she did instill confidence in me. I knew the, you know, the science data was there from all the people that were recipients of the test doses for those months. And I applaud them too. I, they were very brave. And when you have a, a nurse that's like doing and going above and beyond to be an example, she helped me to instill that trust in me because I had my doubts about the vaccine, even though I know the data was there because I just didn't know what can happen after you took it. You know what I mean? After you took the first and second dose and you're inoculated, then what? Are there any kind of side effects six months down the line that they didn't know about? But I'm like, okay, she's trusting it and we have to do something. We can't continue to let this virus just go and, you know, just go crazy, even more so in our in our bodies and our communities and so forth, you know, and we in this, oh my goodness, we needed something. And these vaccines came about, thank God for the scientists and the doctors and the nurses and everyone that's involved in bringing these vaccines to the public. I commend all of them and I commend these nurses and these doctors. And thank you, Sandra Lindsay, for being that example. Our last hero, Dr. Marcella Nunez-Smith. Before the 2020 election, Dr. Marcella Nunez-Smith already had a list of medical achievements to her name. She was an associate professor of internal medicine, public health, and management at Yale University and a leader speaking out about health inadequacies in the age of COVID. Then weeks after the election, President Joe Biden named her the chair of his administration's COVID-19 Equity Task Force, giving her a national stage to push for more accessible testing, treatment, and vaccinations. She said in an interview with the New York Times, Make no mistake about it, beating this pandemic is hard work. And beating this pandemic while making sure that everyone in every community has a fair chance to stay safe or to regain their health, well, that's the hard work right there. Really hard work. I commend her. I applaud Dr. Nunez Smith, and I wish her well. You know, Joe Biden knew what he was doing when he selected her to be the chair of the administration of the COVID-19 Equity Task Force. And I know she's going to do a great job. She has the knowledge base. She has the drive and she has our support. I know she has my support. So great job. 
I was so moved by this article, Seven Black Women, Unsung Heroes of the COVID Pandemic by Patrice Peck, that I wanted to share it with you. I felt like these women should be highlighted more because of who they are and the work they're doing in the Black community and for the United States during this pandemic because their efforts have saved countless lives. And I hope you enjoyed learning about these women just as much as I did presenting them to you. This is the part of the show that is called Backward. This is when at the end of the show, I or my guests have some final words or thoughts about today's episode. My final thoughts that come to my mind is because of the seven unsung heroes, these seven Black women, it's about anti-racism. And that's where my thoughts are right now. Anti-racism involves exploring the unique ways that anti-Blackness shows up in different forms in our everyday life. There are unique forms of oppression specifically that Black women face that Black women face. Black women are specifically hated, disliked, distrusted, and have unique prejudices directed toward them by everyone. Anti-racism education and efforts must explore why this is happening and find a way to make this issue less dominant for Black women so they don't have to face this hatred, dislike, distrust, and prejudice each and every day of their lives. The hashtag Say Her Name was created in 2014, and it highlights all this distrust, dislike, prejudice toward Black women. And there are stories of Black women and girls that go overlooked, unnoticed, and untold. These experiences range from police violence to sexual assault and often go unreported. Of this mistreatment by Black women can be found in the stories of the musician, and I'm going to bring it up because this is a fact, R. Kelly's victims. Throughout R. Kelly's 30-year career, a number of women and girls, mostly Black and underage, have made claims that R. Kelly has sexually abused them. Despite the growing number of accusations that have been made, it wasn't until recently when the 2019 documentary Surviving R. Kelly came out that these stories were given credence. That's really sad. Black women and girls who share experiences of abuse, trauma, and assault are largely shunned, criticized, and ignored. This should not be happening. This should not be happening. These experiences are questioned and scrutinized and dissected more than any other group. Now, that's just something that I want to leave you with and for you to think about so that you can govern how you Think about women, Black women, and the respect that sometimes they don't get. And I think that's why this article was near and dear to me. And I wanted to showcase these phenomenal, beautiful, intelligent Black women 
so that you can that people can think about how they treat black women. And this is not the case with all people because sure, people respect people, white, black, yellow, whatever. But this is a fact that black women, as strong as we are, and I don't like to use that word strong, we're just intelligent and we do what we need to do. We are often overlooked, unnoticed, and not believed. Send me a question, whatever's on your mind, whatever you would like to ask me. I'm not an expert in a lot of things, but I have been around the block a few times and I've done quite a few things, mostly positive in my life. So I do have an opinion and I do have some knowledge based on it. So send your question to asklindaj at gmail.com and I may select your question to read on my show. That's it for this week. And just remember, stay positive make things happen so you can join the ranks of They Made It Happen. 